Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sean James off of his album Shadows, his first one back in 2012. This is an episode about artist discovery. We're going to be playing songs off of Sean James's first album, Shadows, through the entirety. Three tracks. You just had the first one. And we're just going to explore it. And you may can guess what song will come next. But now, what I want you to do now is this episode's going to open code. Then we're going to move off into college football. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the Nelson Mandela effect while we're talking about music. Then it'll go back to music. And it ends on a question that I want you to reply to. I want to hear from you. And so you'll hear the question there at the end. And you've probably already seen me post about it if you follow us on social media. And so I want to know that album and take a picture of it, if you can. But you'll have to listen to the end to hear the question, I suppose. So we need to get started. Welcome you to Porch Talk. Here we go. I, I, I run sideways when I'm on the beach. Oh, yeah. Give me, what's the spill? 
What's the spell? I said, uh, hi. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Hi. Oh, I gave off my whole name. Hi, I'm Cobb. Hi. Hi, I'm Cobb. Hi there. And I'm a cancer. And my horoscope animal is a crab. Why a crab? Hmm. I looked it up. It says, cancers don't like negative people. With all their negativity, you gonna get that. We, we, we happy people. So, the crab's like, you know, get on with that. Uh, I'm a crab. I got a hard shell. I'm blocking that. I'm blocking it away. Go on with that negativity. Go on there. Now, get. So, that's me. I'm 6'3". I'm 205 pounds. I'm a beast. I'm like, if I learn to kick, I might could kick a temple off. I don't know. I doubt it. But I'm just saying. Hey, Anywho. I'm a scorpion. A scorpion? Oh, what does that mean? You need to look up your... Your your horoscope animal, man. See if that like is you. Because I is? believe in the crowd. Do I ha- do I even have a choice? No. You need to. I bet you'd be like, yep, that's me. I think they cover all grounds of horoscope. And... <laughs> oh, what does a scorpion mean? What does a scorpion mean? Uh, you're a Scorpio. You have a finger. Scorpion's pretty dope. Little bug, I don't. They're rare to see around here. You've seen scorpions around here? Actually, they are in this house. Not not presently, but I remember when I was a child growing up in this home at yeah. about, you know, like nine, ten, eleven to about thirteen, like uh, in the corners of maybe the living room and even this bedroom. That, you know, there would be you a scorpion. One. You know, it, it's not like. Like, what you think about, like, when you think about, like, a desert. Yeah. Like a scorpion, like, I don't know, like, maybe eight inches with, like, a big old six-inch yeah, stinger. big, bulky black ones? Yeah, we're talking about, like, a, like a, a brown. Baby, baby brown one. Yeah. Like we get here in Bama, you know? Yeah. Put well, it on a fish hook. Go yeah. fishing. But, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, scorpions are some, like, ridiculous things. Uh, look, of all my phobias, and I, I believe that I'm, I'm doing my damnedest to get over all of them, but, like... Spiders? You don't, you don't dig spiders, man? I still don't, man. You need to get in that spider game, son. I don't know how. You need a spider tattoo on your right shoulder blade. Oh. It'd be sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that mean? Oh, it's not oh, mysterious. Oh. No, uh, man, but like for real. Eight eyes, eight legs, uh, building webs, shooting webs out your asshole. What is going on over here? Oh yeah, man. You remember that? The spider webs strong too, because I, I, you know, riding clumps with you, and I was like, dude, there's one strand of spider web from your antenna to the top of this door frame I've been looking at. It's just riding with mm. a 60 miles per hour. Mm. It's strong. This little bug made a strong ass rope. <laughs> That's what they are. They're ass ropes. <laughs> look, man. Look. With with my job now, like there's a lot of times when I'll go to these water meters and I'll pop it open and there'll be nothing but webs. You see some uh, black widows. That's all it is. Those are spooky. Because you see a black widow and it's immediately like that's a black widow. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like black widow. I'm talking about like uh, black widow. I'm talking about like uh, you know the biggest part of a black widow is its ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about maybe an ass the size of a nickel. Yeah. Like, ooh, that thing rides, rides it high. Mm-hmm. 
but these are some big black widows, and I hate that shit. But I also, look, I don't mind snakes. I don't know your stance on snakes, but snakes don't bother me. I've been bit by snakes. I've done all the snake thing. I've caught snakes. I've been, I've, I've, I've done everything with snakes. Snakes is not a, but I, I hate seeing a bullfrog in a water meter box. Because you know what that means? Snake? Snakes, especially rattlesnakes, love bullfrogs. That is a number one prey of theirs. And mm. so, like, when I open it up and I see a bullfrog, I'll be like, okay, I know what's, what's around here. Holl at your boy, rattlesnakes. Yeah, I, I need to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> I ran over a rattlesnake at work on the front end loader like three weeks ago. We got this new concrete that used to be just like gravel. Like, you know, crappy stuff. Had all kinds of ruts and stuff. Making it rough on the, yeah. on your boy riding on that front end loader. But I, I was driving back to the building. And I was like, oh, that's a curvy looking individual right there. I bet that's a snake. Mm. Rolled up beside him. It most certainly is. About a foot long. He didn't even have no rattle yet. No button or whatever I get. I don't know. I knew he wouldn't. It was a rattlesnake. I know them snakes, man. Yeah. Well, a rattlesnake's easy to pick out for one. Yeah. But, you know, you got some people, that's a, that's a Mexican. No, that's a rattlesnake. I don't know. Look at the pattern. Look at the pattern there. But, uh, sorry, Peter. I backed up. I lined my tire up. And I squashed it. I squashed it. And it chilled there. Squashed for, like, four days until it just became the concrete. Man, uh, like... This is a huge growth for me. Like, I used to uh, kill the shit out of everything when it came to bugs. Yeah. And, um, or even any kind of animal, for that matter. But, like, even those black widows, as much as I hate spiders, I will screw their web up. My home! Not my home! But I won't kill them. Oh, I killed I would kill them. I don't, I, don't, I don't kill it. And, like, even, like, with, uh... My, I'm that way sort of now, too. My co-worker's the same way. Like, if, like, let's just say, like, uh, if a moth got caught up in my truck, I would catch it and, like, put it outside. Like, I wouldn't kill it. Yeah. I would just, like, go out there where you belong. Would you kill a horsefly? Now, that motherfucker is different. Because I'm in that horsefly game. I will, I will kill a horsefly. Look, they got these piles of, like, you know, we work with sawdust. Well, this, this sawdust has been, like, rained on and whatnot. Oh, yeah. It's no good for us. So they just put these piles out back. And they said, Jeremy, every now and then, could you stay over for, like, an hour or two? And, like, get a bucket out of the pile and just spread it out in this field. I was like, I guess. Well, it's cool. You know, it's staying dark till like, 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. But by the time, they, 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 they wake up with sunrise. They start coming out of that pile. I guess they're just chilling up in there. And, man, I'd be riding around with a bucket of sawdust. And there'd be like eight of them most flying around me. Yeah. And I tell you, attracted to dark colors. I don't know what they're That's attracted to. That's what I hear. I, I don't know. But, like, I remember just being younger and swimming in a pool. And, like, you pop up from being underwater and they land on you. And they just they bite you. That's what I hear. They bite you. They don't sting you. Get the hell out of you. They look creepy. It don't feel good. They look like the movie Fly. Yeah, it does look like that. <laughs> but this is like, you can imagine riding on the front of the loader, there's like eight just... But I, I, put, like a, I put on like a white jumpsuit thing, like I'm going painting. I don't like them either. 
You know? Yeah. I ain't for that. I don't kill any of them because they're too quick and I'm trying to do my yeah, job. It's, man. it's a little hard. It's, it's hard uh, to I kill, kill one. I got to kill like, what feels yeah. like 500. Yeah. What about this, man? This is like some of the greatest advice that uh, someone's ever given me and I think it goes universal with whatever you do is when you are approaching a building or any kind of thing that is taller than you, look up. Now, he's like, what am I looking up to? What are you looking for there? You're looking for a hornet nest or a wasp nest. Yeah. That's good advice, man. Yeah. That's good advice. You see that hornet nest, like, two months ago, they discovered an old house in Alabama? No. That's something going, well, it's huge. It's about like your desk right there. That's a big nest. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no small desk. Mm Mm-mm. He done set up shop at an old house. Talking about death right there. Yeah. How do you like getting popped by 100 at one time? Hey, welcome to another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and I got Brother Cobb on here with me tonight. And we drinking that bang! Bang! It's done drunk. I'm fi- It's the only energy drink that works for me. It's got extra warnings on it. That means it works extra good. Yeah, extra good. It says super creatine. I'm not about to go work out, but thank you. We got some ground to cover. We don't even know what ground we're covering. Nope. This is off the cusp. Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, let's start here for our sports fans. I want to get them caught up on the latest and greatest of how I've been so wrong and how you've been so right. And so let's start this scheme of things in college football real quick-like. So I want to start with this. Texas A&M, we were both wrong about them being able to beat Clemson. They got yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. We're going two weeks back. They didn't get it. Yeah. Three weeks back. I think it's two. Yeah, last week was Auburn. Two weeks back. You're right. They didn't get embarrassed. It's like 24 to 6 or something. I don't know. It was embarrassing to me. For me but, to believe in what they could do. By this past weekend, they still look like Clemson was beatable. That's, 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 that's why they play the game, Brother Allen. Come on, break it's it different down. Different mashups. Break, break it down for me one time. Different weaknesses and strengths. You play the game for a reason. Now, last season, now remember this. We had a Trevor Lawrence who come in after the second game, and he got hurt. And this was during Syracuse. They had to put the third-string quarterback, and he struggled through and got the W. And then Trevor yeah. Lawrence came back. And by week seven, Clemson looked indestructible. And they were so because they won the national championship. They made Alabama look like a complete fool. Yeah. And that's glorious for you, I'm sure. That wasn't glorious for me. I don't care. My team went in it. So I, I ain't the type of fan who's like, <laughs> who could be? He's like, <laughs> Your team was in the Music City Bowl or whatever bowl it was. I think yeah. it was Music City. Yeah. How many championships does Bama have? Yeah. Dang, I just put this sticker on the back of my car window. Now I got to get another one. Yeah. It's that, it's that kind of thing, and I don't I don't want to be stuck. Why don't they offer the, the two championships for Auburn fans? I don't know. See, I, I'm appreciative of those two. I didn't get to live through the first one, but I, I had a bucket list. I'm like, just let me see one for a day. And I got to see it. It started coming in at 2009 for me. Uh, like, 92, I was born, but obviously I wasn't, like, old enough I remember to that register game. what was see, going on. 
but like I remember going back and watching those highlights and seeing that and it was just monumental that like established me as a Bama fan yeah and that, uh, not it's, only just growing up in Bryant Denny but um, well it was more Birmingham back then it was it was Legion Field Legion oh great lady yeah but I mean check this out it's like 2009 and uh, since I was a young child I've always loved Texas mm. and Texas would be Alabama why'd you love Texas it was the color. See, I, I'm that way with Florida State. I love that burnt orange, man. And, like, uh, I was a Georgia Tech fan uh, when I was about seven. Just because I, I, I like the logo. I think it was the Kennedy thing, man. It was like yeah. the, the jacket thing. I was thought about that the other day. It's like, if I had to get tattooed, it would probably be a yellow jacket, a little cartoony yellow jacket yeah. for Kennedy. Yeah, yeah man. And so, uh, man, like, when Texas and Alabama met up in 2009, like, my whole family, we were gathered up watching the game. And uh, I came out wearing, because they was like, oh, what's Alabama, what's Alan going to do tonight? What's he going to wear, man? What's he going to wear? And I came out wearing my Texas shirt, and I had my Alabama hat on. What's wrong with this guy? And uh, it was like three minutes into the first quarter, I went back to my, cha- my room to change, and I just had straight Alabama. And they was like, what happened? I was like, I'm an Alabama fan. Like I, yeah. I can't, I can't deny this. I can't yeah. wear Texas, like they're my second favorite team. But yeah. I can't, I can't deny Bama. Yeah, well, I ain't that same way with Florida State because that happened with me with Auburn and Florida State. Congrats, Jameis Winston. But God, it won't. It was, I never wanted Florida State to win that. No bone in my body. I didn't want it either. Like, um, that's a hard loss, dude. It sucks. Like, I would much rather, like, if I was an Alabama fan, I'd much rather lose, like, last year's championship than, like, the the one Clemson beat y'all at the, like, couple years before that, where they drove at the before. end. Yeah. Yeah. It's an easier loss to get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. Dude, like, oh, well, you know what's coming. Yeah. Then be like, oh, come on. Looking at the clock, 58 seconds left. Come on, come on. We can still do this. Yeah. We can, we can pull it together. Yeah. Yeah, was, there, was, there was no hope of it. Um, but I want to talk about uh, what's just been going on lately in college football. And, like, mainly is, like, uh, from the last time that we spoke, we talked about starting quarterbacks for Auburn and that I was thinking Joey Gatewood, but you were right when you whispered, Bo Nicks. And so, but I would say this, Bo Nix has done a fine job, but I think that Auburn has been getting it done in spite of him. This this cast, man. He needed a cast. And Malson's starting to use his ballers. Anthony Schwartz. Flash. He's using him, and I love it. I do too, man. I want a little bit more Eli Stove. He's fast too. He's not Anthony Schwartz. Salute your Schwartz. But... Will Hastings, he's got injury problems that sucks, but he's still he's still going. Yeah, he's gonna be okay. Every, I mean, like, I'm I'm thinking this. I'm thankful that Alabama has a bye week to go into, man. Especially before we like we really start the meat of our schedule. Yeah. Like where everything starts happening, we're like October 12th. Bama goes to College Station to play Texas A&M, and but I'm not nervous about that. Now, like, at the beginning of the season, I was. No, I think uh. Auburn set you up for A&M because they almost got beat by Arkansas. It's exposure, you know? You, you see yeah. it. 
and like I think like when we yeah. talked the first time we talked before the season even started and like we were just like given our, our you know our perspectives and our hopes on what we thought before seeing anything and like I thought Clemson would just totally walk away with the entire year but now they look so beatable it's not even funny they ain't gonna lose though you know they got a doo doo schedule yeah, but like when they get to those playoffs, I wonder. Like, I, I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying for the regular season. I mean, I don't. I don't even know if they lose their conference championship. Who would that be? I bet North Carolina's in the same side they are. Has to be man, North Carolina, and they're in South Carolina. You know, I, I it would it would probably come down to someone like Florida State if I had to I guess. I think Florida State's on the same side. Well, that I don't know how that works. I don't man. know how ACC, I'm an SEC guy. I am too. I guess we'd have to do a little bit. You know, but I don't like the way that Big 12 does things. They just take the best two. I look that. I like that. I look it. I look it a lot. I mean, but, but think about this. If the best two, let's just say like last season, for instance. It hurts your conference for playoffs. Yes. It tremendously yeah. devastates it. But the SEC's balling right now with five teams in the conference in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, just think about this. You have uh, you have Bama, you have Georgia, you have Auburn, you have Florida. LSU. You have LSU. You have five top ten teams in Somebody's this is, this is somebody's about to get eliminated this yeah, next and it Saturday. starts next week. Y'all play Florida, mm-hmm. so Florida or Auburn's gonna get knocked off. But then following that, this is what's insane to me that I think more people need to look at Auburn's schedule and realize that they have had the toughest schedule for two years yeah, straight. They should have the. I'm with this two years straight. I don't think the rankings should come out till October. I like that, like. Because who would you have number one, according to big game wins? Auburn. Yep. It's got to be. I don't understand why, like, why is anybody surprised that Alabama jumped Clemson after struggling with North Carolina? But listen, that doesn't even matter. Those numbers are irrelevant at this point. It doesn't matter if you're in the top 25 or not. You still have a stake because there's so much that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, if North Carolina can almost take down Clemson, now granted, Mac Brown's there. Mm-hmm. And he's a hell of a coach. I love the two-point call. Yeah, I do, I, too. I like that. When you're, I didn't like when the When you're the underdog, you called. ain't supposed to be in the game, but you're, like, leading it, and yeah. they take the lead, and the last, and you end up, all right, it's 20-21. to What we do here, Coach? We're going for two. We're not going overtime. We got to end this now. Let's go ahead and get it now. I didn't like the triple option call. I wouldn't. I, I, I'd rather see like a slant pass. Yeah, that's like what you I was saying, saying man. Like, Something quick. Yeah. Like a, you know, screw all the trickery, and you're not army, okay? You, you don't. Yeah. You know. By the way, that's somebody you should never schedule. Yeah. I don't care if you're Bama, Ohio State. Who? It's risky. Putting out of conference army on your regular schedule. Yeah, like I, you're gonna have a time of possession. I, I respect people eight who do minutes. That. Yeah, time of possession, sixty minutes in the ball game. But Army is gonna have it for forty-two of those sixty at and least. Bore you. Yeah, with their three-yard game. Speaking of like offenses, like Alabama's done, like became a Big Twelve type team. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, but like, is it because they score? Do they score fast? It's rugs, man. It's rugs. It's rugs, man. Chris is walking here. But look, check this out. Of all records broken this past Saturday, like Tua broke several. But you had Devontae Smith, like all time, like 
Five touchdowns. Yeah. Is that guy? Yeah. And then on top of rugs, and I'm like, Jude just like, I literally saw him like break somebody's ankles in half. Jared Judy. Judge Judy. Jared Judy. Yeah. Coming in the game, he was like, oh man, put him up for Heisman. Judy be balling. But oh, Devontae Smith, he was the baller this past game. I've heard that like on the internets that like the receiving core would be like rock, paper, scissors. Scissor for like touchdown routes. It do, yeah. That's that's quite fun. That's that's just a baller team, and you can do that. But they can, yeah. And that's what's stupid, scary, and what's so crazy is like even as young as the Alabama offensive line is, is that like now? Granted, I'm not saying that they have played a Mississippi State or an Auburn or an LSU, like someone that traditionally has a really good defensive line and yeah. linebackers. And hits the hell out of you. But even the running game has opened up. You know what I mean? Like, Najee and Robinson are really getting it done now. For real? They are. Like, well, Najee was my Heisman winner. Not, not I don't in, think that's going to happen. Not in high strides, man. Like, it's not a lot. But you had, like, during the South Carolina game, you had that moment where uh, Najee was like, get off me, little boy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I he think, leaped a guy to. Uh, yeah, it was one big play, and I think that's going to continue to happen. But like, the way Ryan I Robertson. the way I see Najee shaping up is it's going to be those moments during LSU, during maybe Texas A and M, during Auburn when you need a big play and you need someone to be electric. Yeah, like I think Najee's going to be the one that's going to be electric. I think it's going to come to that. Is he good at pass blocking? Yes, but like lately, it, look, the first three games I critiqued it heavily. I don't know, you watch some of them with me. It's like he missed a lot of blocks. But also the offensive line, weren't they weren't catching things. It's bad we got this week. They're open, ain't they? It's bye week. Bye week. Yeah. Boo. Then they play Texas A&M. A&M. That'd be f- At College Station, though. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's Bama's going to win, but like, Two touchdowns, at least, to me. You think so? Yeah. Well, let's project this. So, where does Auburn go? Florida. Florida. Do y'all go to Gainesville? Yeah. That could be tough. Could be tough. Has Bo Nix experienced anything quite like that yet? He went to A&M. College. Ah, that's not the swamp. It's it's bigger than Alabama. I don't think it's swamp level, though. The way the swamp is real high. It's like their upper deck stopped, stacked like on top of the bottom one, where it like traps the noise in mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Swirl around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Florida's a weird team to me, ranked number nine. But I don't think like, they deserve I don't buy it. into that. I don't either. I don't either. And I think, man, I, I, Cause I'm open. getting too, as an Auburn fan, I'm getting too like confident. Like I told you before yesterday, I had to go to work during the Auburn game. Auburn State. And I said, I told you and your dad, I think Auburn's going to beat the brakes off Mississippi State. You weren't wrong. Because I seemed like Gus Malzahn's presence conference, and it, it seemed like that was a tough loss last year. And they had some motivation to beat the eyeballs out of Mississippi State. They, they hurt the dog. That poor bully. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I ain't poor. Shout bully. out to like poor hurting bully. dogs or nothing like that. No, but I'm like, that's just like a he fell a into omen it. to the game or whatever. Yeah, yeah he fell into it. He didn't mean to. You're 
as an Auburn fan, I remember like in 1999, 2000 or something when they played Georgia. And Auburn, Auburn, Auburn uh, scored a receiver caught a touchdown pass in the end zone and he went to the back of it to like slow down and the dog, like he had to stop and jump up, jump back, like because the dog, the, the bulldog, like tried to bite him. Yeah. Good fans. You remember that? I do. That's cool. They actually brought that up after that happened. Oh, for real? Yeah. Look at me. Look at me, the ESPN producer. Wouldn't be hard, man. (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know, man. I missed a fun game. I think my brother said it was boring to him, but, like, man, I watched so many stressful Auburn games. National Championship, 2010. We're battling Kentucky. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was eight stressful games that year. The whole season was stressful, man. Yeah. So, I would have enjoyed yesterday's game, or five days ago, or whatever. And then I would say welcome to my world, because that's like the past five games for me being, like, I don't know, even all of last season, except with the playoff. Yeah. You know, it was just a season of, I'm just going to kick back, relax, and I wonder how many points they're going to get. You know? Yeah. But, uh, like, even, like, um, with Ole Miss, they scored 31. I know. But they didn't deserve it. They got one of those uh, little touchdowns at the end where they got, like, backups and yeah. stuff in. Yeah. Like, State got one of those. I hate those because when I see, like, a beatdown, I just, like, hey, crash. It's not a true reflection. It, are you like that, though? I am, too. Like, I really... Especially with, like, defense. I just want, like, Realistically, man, points. I wanted Alabama to beat Ole Miss 65-3. to Yeah. That's what the score should have been. Yeah. But, uh... Like, I, I want complete annihilation. Yeah, like, but you gotta get put those backups in. Yeah. And I, I like that, man, because, like, Alabama defensively isn't deep. Yeah. I wish they put, like, all backups in let the quarterback throw. And we kept two in for f- almost four quarters. Don't need to do that. No, we do. We do? We do. I, I like this. It's like we kept a lot of starters in late into the fourth. You know why? Why? They haven't done that yet. And what happens down the road when they haven't done it for a game? They get tired. Is that what you're saying? They don't know what it feels like to play that full four. Yeah. So they need to be there. Yeah. They need to experience it. And, like, screw Ole Miss. I remember Ole Miss, like, ripping down goalposts and crap after beating us. Uh... Three years ago, or whatever, however long ago it was. Yeah, I don't like that storm in the field. I yeah. know those internet I, th- I think that's the most classless thing you can do. Yeah, they put that picture of like Auburn at the kick six storm in the field with the Ole Miss and whoever else. I'm like, Auburn just. It's their rival. We get the reason to do it. Man, I don't blame. That's, that's college kids. You give them a chance to storm the field, they're going to storm the field. Alabama wouldn't. Auburn has twice, 2017 Iron Bow and 2013 Kick 6. Like, Kick 6 one, I don't blame. I felt like I wanted to flip cars over and set them on fire, and I hate those people that do that. But I just felt like, let's go! Yeah! You know what but, I mean? But Alabama would never do that. And then my, one of my buddies, Will, he's sitting over there. I looked at him to my left. I said, are you crying right now? He said, he nodded yes, and it was tears of joy. That's like one of the only times I ever saw that in my life. You ever saw someone just cry, tears of joy? Hang around me long enough and you will. <laughs> I, just, I never saw that. Just I don't know. I don't man. know. I, 
That's, <laughs> that's the only one I can think of. That was so beautiful to him. I've done it like twice. <laughs> but it was at like festivals. Like, he uh, really rocked that solo. No. <laughs> no, man. I remember, uh, I don't think anybody caught it. I was with Sid. But I remember when we walked down, like the night that Jack White was closing, like Bill Street out. Yeah. I cried that night. Dang. Two times. <laughs> and that, that was, like right when he started playing like uh, Seven Nation Army, I was like, boom, boom, boom. Crap. I am <laughs> witnessing some music. I history. get to see this. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's not even a man crush. Like, if I met Jack, it probably would just be like me meeting you. Like, I wouldn't, like, be jumping for joy. But it was, I had been listening to the White Stripes for 10, 15 years. Yeah. And to see, you know, it's Jack White's solo act and him to do that. He not only done that, he done, uh, he done raconteur songs and uh, he done other project songs. But, like, right when I heard that, I lost my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I've saw the White Stripes, man. That's dope, man. Right when Icky Thump came out. It was before Icky Thump. Icky Thump is dope. It was when, like the single was out. Yeah. I love the White Stripes. That's my favorite Jack White. Yeah, I, I just love the simplicity. It just feels like so simple and heavy. I've cried over sports before, too, though. I've cried over sports, but the other way around. Like, uh, <sighs> it, was, it was the happiest. Like, uh, I remember... They've been doing this for almost 10 years now in Brian Denny. It's like they done that Lord of the Rings thing that... I don't know the Lord's Rings And then they had like Paul Bear Bryant's voice coming up over and it's like talking about championship shit. And uh, like then it just shows all the big plays over history. I remember the first time I saw that, I was in the stadium. And it was the first year they'd done it. And I think I was like 17. It's before the game starts. Yeah. Just a good montage. It's, it's the like, prep, you know. Oh. Yeah, and get I, you fired up. Let's go. And I remember, I, I remember like wiping a tear out of my eye. And I was yeah. like, oh, man, this is this is too much. I wonder who it's made by. You think it's like a some film part of Alabama? Yeah, definitely. I think the students done that. Because I've seen like hype videos for Auburn yeah. before like the season starts from like previews, like highlights from last year and stuff and kick six. We always fall on that. Like it's kick six equals five national championships. Yeah. I'm just like this, I don't need to see it no more. Yeah. But uh, those hype videos, they always had like, it was called like Snow Day Productions or something. And I was like, that? That's Auburn probably. <laughs> the, the college students probably made that awesome production. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, man. Yeah. Let's project this thing. Okay, Ohio State. Are they going to go undefeated? I don't know, man. Do they play Wisconsin? Do they play Wisconsin? Yes, they're going to play Wisconsin. Okay. Did you see Wisconsin last night? No. They had some, or whatever nights ago it was. But they cosplay the Target employees with their uniforms. They like the khaki brown pants and solid red jerseys with white numbers. What does that got to do with beating Ohio State? I was just saying. Somebody said that on the internet. Somebody was like, you know what? They are cosplaying Target employees. (laughs) But like before their last game, I don't know how much rushing yards they had on them. That last game, but before that, what they're four and zero. They had like ninety six total rushing yards on their defense. Ninety six, Allen. 
that's I don't want to do the numbers, the math, that's and like, all that. That's, that's like that's like, like allowing that's eighteen like one, a game, one carry, four inches. Yeah, that's like eighteen a game. I don't know how many carries. It's been people that like try to run on. You can't do it. You can't. So maybe Ohio State won't. We're talking Big Ten here. Yeah. So you're thinking Wisconsin or, or Ohio State? Yeah. Who else we got out of that conference? That's it. Michigan, Michigan put a beat down on somebody yesterday, but Michigan's pretend. They've already lost. Yeah. They've already so screwed did they the lose too. They got the eyeballs beat out of them. Who was they got beat beat thirty five to nothing or something? It was a, it was another top ten team, and they were pulling those stats up on Harbaugh. It's like he's he's atrocious he, at this. Look, he's atrocious. Coaches take jobs too quick, man. And he's the example. And Chip Kelly's the example. Over at UCLA? Yeah. Like, some coaches can be great at a university. I think that Urban Meyer at USC will be fine. Yeah, but he's a chameleon. Everywhere he goes, he's a winner. He beat Alabama with Utah. But that was one of those Alabama bowl games they were supposed to make the national championship and didn't. And didn't give a shit about it. Yeah, it's like beat them pretty bad though for Bama. Then he went to Florida, won two national championships, and won one Ohio State. And he'll go to USC and probably win one. I don't know, man. He's got medical problems, dude. I like hear that, like he's the medicine he has to take. He has like short-term memory loss or something. So that ain't cool. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. You know? But, but like, are you putting uh, Ohio State up there and you'll, like... If they get past Wisconsin, sure. Now check this out. Let's go to the Big 12. The only thing worth talking about is Oklahoma. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever that song is gets on my nerves watching the game. on my last damn nerves, man. But, uh... Yeah, I remember seeing them beat us in New Orleans. I don't want to revisit that, but... I mean, they beat Auburn in New Orleans, too. I don't know how four years ago, five... But the only thing I got for them is Jalen, man. I love Jalen, but let's let's think about this. Like, Jalen had a hell of a game with Texas Tech this past week. And, uh... They they still do not impress me, though. he had, like, 409 passing yards at the beginning of the third quarter. And he's still not impressed. He knows... He knows because he's been in the SEC. He says it in interviews that this be is better. This, need to be this, better. This is not where we have to be. This is not it. Yeah. This is not. This is not the standard. Yeah. We're good for here. We're not good for anywhere else. Jay's been coached up by Saban, man. Saban got his business socks on. He's hey. all business. Uh, independent Notre Dame. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anybody that goes to the playoffs, they'll stump a mud hoe in them. Yeah. Uh, Notre I, Dame's tough. They just, I don't know. They played Georgia pretty tough. And Georgia got those LED lights, by the way, like y'all got. Mm-hmm. And they did them. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty snazzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Alabama ain't got to do them because they played. They ain't had a night game yet. Played. They'll do it for the LSU if yeah. CBS don't buy it. Oh man! So, who you got in Auburn? 
and LSU. Because that game's coming up. If we get past Florida, like I think Auburn should. I think Auburn will get past Florida. Florida will take that W with Auburn, LSU. I think it's Florida, bye week, Ole Miss, LSU. Man, it really depends, man. Like, uh, LSU scares scares me, man. Yeah. I think think that, like, LSU can beat Auburn. And I also believe that they could beat Alabama. But I would take it further than that. Like, I think that LSU could beat the hell out of each one of them. I don't think they beat the hell out of them. I don't know, man. I don't. The only thing out of LSU that has been missing since probably Mettenberger, and Mettenberger didn't have anything to back him up, was and Joe Burrow is developed. I understand that Joe. It's Burrow a new was offense coordinator. It's they have an offensive coordinator now, and that Joe Burrow has developed as a quarterback. And when LSU has a quarterback. They already have a hell of an offensive line. Yeah. They've got they don't have the best receivers, but they've got good receivers. And they always have a great running back. And so LSU is hell. Yeah. But it's just weird to me that like LSU and Alabama, these SEC teams are just slinging the ball around. Just slinging yeah. the ball around and getting yeah. scored on, but never like nervous about the game. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like it's Auburn over here. But the D, come strong with the D. It's a, it's a lot of But that's what scares me right? as an Auburn fan at the same time. Because if you, there's a weakness on the D, good luck running the ball. But it, you could maybe pass. But you, you asked me what I thought about Auburn and LSU. I think this. The game is played where? It's played at Baton Rouge. That's not good. It's not good. They ain't won there since like 1999 or something. That's not good. I think it's 20 years. But I believe this, is that if Auburn can produce the turnovers as they have been, and when Auburn has the ball, there's this part of me that just has confidence that Mm -hmm. they may not score a touchdown, but they'll have a good drive and they'll run a lot of clock out. And, like, get the field of possession battle. Yeah, and that's something rare for Auburn. Because, like, traditionally for me, like, I can't stand watching Auburn because it, it like it it makes my stomach sick. Oh, for real? Like because it's stressful, <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah. like, uh, man, like this season is different. Like you got Booby and you got uh you got the other running back. Can't think of his name right now. And uh, Schwartz is a receiver. And you got Schwartz and you got like you got so Seth ma- Williams. You got so many weapons and like even like I say, I think. I Man, think, he's got so many weapons. That's what I like about Malzahn this year. It's like, they, before this, I think I predicted it. They backed him in the corner. He's like a rat. <laughs> and he got, okay, put me in this corner. I love their coaches, and I love the culture that they're building. It's like a family, man. It is family, dude. AU family. And you yeah. have Bama Nation, because Bama Nation goes everywhere. Yeah. You see pictures of a cat. An organ on a tractor. Yeah. Road tiling it up. Yeah. Road tiling yeah. up. I, I do like that because, like, you have the, the basketball coach, man, like they're Bruce Pearl. Yeah. They're, I mean, like, I feel like the whole athletic department and, like, somebody erects Kevin Steele a statue because 
them boys from Auburn are tackling. Yeah. Open field tackles, son. They I are can't killing stand it. the internet and seeing these Auburn fans being negative. You should take Gatewood to get scored on. They scored 17 points. It's just like so. Everybody on the internet looks for negativity. I'm like, let's appreciate this start we got going this season, y'all. Yeah. And you talking about AU family? Look at the coaches. There's proof within there, that coaching staff. Running backs coach, played running back at Auburn. Linebacker coach, played linebacker at Auburn. Wide receiver coach, played wide receiver at Auburn. Yeah. Cody Burns, Travis Williams, Cadillac Williams. Let's get off the Auburn train. I see Bama. Um, A&M, they're going to triumph over that. Yeah. Where's that game at? It's at College Station. Cool. And then the next big game is LSU. Yeah. I think they'll win that. LSU comes to Bama. You know, I think it'll be tough. I really do. Do you think LSU's going to be undefeated? Because that's part of my route, too. Like, That's my thing. Is like I know I, I know Auburn goes there first, but, dude, I really do believe that LSU's going to beat y'all. I do, too. That's But I think it may be a round-robin thing. Yeah, that's my prediction, I, I think it's Auburn mind. beats LSU. No, Bama, you said LSU beats Auburn. It's Auburn beat, or it's LSU beat Auburn. It is Bama beat LSU, beat LSU and then in the Iron Bowl, like, Auburn gets a Bama. And then we have that same anomaly that we had happen last season because I don't think that Auburn could beat Georgia. You don't? I don't. I don't. I think Bama or, or LSU could beat Georgia, but I don't think Auburn can. See, my prediction was Auburn loses to LSU. Bama beats LSU. Auburn beats Georgia. And Auburn beats Alabama. That's just me. That's my prediction as of today. Yeah. So now that we're more, more weeks into the season. Yeah. 5-0. Uh, oh. Both yeah. our teams. All of us are 5-0. Oh. And, uh, like, playoff projections, man. Let's, uh, I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about If it's about that Big close, 10, though, man. 12. Do you get a same division of the same conference, two of them in there? I think you do again. Like, I think you do again. I, I don't never like that because, like, one of them had a cheat code where they didn't have to go to the conference championship. Shut your face. You know what I'm saying. I just don't like that uh, algorithm they got going where, like, well, they didn't even win their own division. But they're national champions. But they were the best team. Yeah, but they wouldn't, according to the division. But it didn't matter. It does to me. Look, man, let me tell you this. <laughs> it's like the only reason they didn't go to the championship game in SEC is because Auburn snuffed them out at the end. And it was a round I robin. About, I was just talking about in general. Round robin like you were talking about. Yeah. And just so happened that the fold fell toward Auburn. Are we not going to allow a team? And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Bama fan. I would say the same for yeah, LSU. Yeah, right. With the best teams to play for the being the best. Yeah. Because I was just thinking of the the Big 12 championship and, like, have four or five, four, you know, your major conferences and those four teams play. The champions are champions. Yeah. And it'd probably be lopsided. Yeah. Now, realistically, I don't – I do not believe that 
that, like, I, I personally, if you wanted to do a playoff, like, this is why I don't have a problem with a six-team. A six-team, huh? Or, but I, so I, like, I prefer a four, but I believe that three of the four would always, like, three of those four this. would come from the SEC. Yeah. I mean, got five in the top ten right now. You know what I mean? Because Pac-12 yeah. ain't packing nothing. I mean, you got Auburn. Alabama, LSU, and Georgia. Those are pretty stout teams. They're bad stout, and they just beat each other up in the regular season. And then, like, that's why I like that. Uh, I know it's horseshit because I'm an Alabama fan, but I like that Alabama didn't even go to the SEC championship game, and Auburn went on to lose to Georgia, and then Alabama and Georgia both went because I believe you're right. Those are the four best teams. I don't think anybody got it wrong and obviously didn't because Alabama rose out of the playoff to win it all. So who can say that they're wrong? They beat yeah, they beat the four supposed best, but they lost to their rival. Mm-hmm. I mean, injuries. That's a thing, too. Because a, that is a thing, man. Auburn that year, they beat them 2017. We had a lot of crap going on there. Uh, Auburn's only running back, their ball carrier, the main guy, Kerryon Johnson, playing at the Lions right now. Got hurt, hurt in the Iron Bowl. Hurt him. So, SEC championship was pretty was, much over botched. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a factor, too. You see that. We're figuring this thing out. Yeah, we're going to get this thing right. I didn't want Who to are we this? having to play off? You got Ohio State, oh, yeah. Bama, playoffs. Look, I got um, this. We're looking here. We're coming out of week six, right? State, Bama. It, yeah, we're going in week six. Playoff potential. Potential. I have Clemson. Got Clemson. Because they got a doo-doo schedule. ACC. Ohio State. I have the winner of the Big 12, which I believe will be Oklahoma. Go on, Jalen. And the SEC is tough. But that Big 12 swing may come down to what we were talking about. If we have that swing in the West, like wherever, where LSU, Auburn, and Alabama beat each other, mm-hmm. let's just say it goes that way and Auburn beats Alabama in the Iron Bowl, I have Auburn going to the SEC Championship and losing to Georgia. And you have Georgia and Alabama going to the playoff again. Interesting. And then I have Alabama winning it all. Clemson ain't got that D-line no more. Georgia's supposed to have a good offensive line, so that hurts Auburn's biggest advantage in that game. If Auburn was to win the West, it's like y'all already played Georgia, knowingly that you're going to play Georgia again. Because yeah. I believe you'll beat Florida, no problem. Mm-hmm. Auburn plays Georgia. Luckily, y'all have them in Jordan-Hare, which I would say is the toughest place to play in America in college football today. Uh, who else would you put there? Number two? You know, I know It's one game a season. Penn State, the wide out. Yeah, that's a tough place. Where were we? Who did you have in the playoff? You had Ohio State, you had Georgia, yeah. Bama, and Clemson. Mm-hmm. And you with, got Bama with, winning with potential of Oklahoma. 
depending on how the season goes out. Like Georgia won't even be mentioned. Well, if, Bam, if, go, if Bama wins the West, who you got Oklahoma getting beat by? I don't. Well, they're in there. They're gonna put out Georgia. But they had to play Texas twice. If I think that the only loss that Oklahoma will sustain, if they sustain a loss, will be when they play Texas in the Red River Shootout, or when they play Texas again in the Big Twelve Championship. Well, they're definitely not getting in then. If they lose in the championship, no. But I think that it'll be just like last season. I think that Texas will pull a, a feather out of their rear end and they'll pull out beating Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma there and they'll face off again. Then Jalen will beat the hell out of them in the Big 12 championship. That's what I think. That's what I think. All right. Well, let's go to break right quick. Tight. This message is brought to by... Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. That was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Here is Flow by Sean James. Let it all go Oh, 
And we're back. What a commercial. Yeah. Hey. Coming back to you from the break. Yep. How was that treat you? That's a good commercial. Yeah. What you got looking forward to in music? Music. Dude, just this past week, so much has happened, man. Like uh, this past Friday, Sturgill Simpson put his new album out. Whiskey Myers has a new album out. Oh, man. The list goes on. Look, this is... Oh, I've seen some stuff on Facebook. you got your country going on, don't you? Yeah, Like I do, your true man. country. Uh, yeah. I think I've seen old brother Kobe. That's right. Screenshotted like an iTunes or some of like four right. country albums. That's right. like, what a great day. Sturgill ain't so country anymore, though, brother. Sturgill's done set the car on fire. In a pop game? That ain't pop. <laughs> I don't know. What's yeah, he doing? If you ain't, I ain't gonna tell you anything about it. Just go check it out, man. Just look for that album with the burning car, man. Go see it for yourself. Ooh, it's got a burning car on it. That's right. See a Lakers fan? Oh, they man. won the championship? But uh, elsewhere, man, I've got a lot going on musically that I'm excited about. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right, you want to start out? Me and music. I'm looking forward to this new Kanye. Trying to look for it. Supposed to be, according to the internet, it's supposed to like want to be those uh, surprise drops on a Friday, like a Thursday night to Friday. Mm -hmm. You know how that works? I do. Like secretive stuff. Mm -hmm. I think he was supposed to do that, and it didn't happen. Sunday service. Have you seen this Kanye church? Tell me more. It's like church, dude, but with singing. It's like a concert. Okay, so you're... you're... It's like he's maybe starting a cult, the way it looks to me. Uh, it's just... It, it looks like a cult of like, hey... I, I'll be honest with you. That's, that's somebody I want to sit down and talk to, and not just for like 30 or 45 minutes. Like I want to talk to him for about three hours. He's, you know what I mean? He's not very interesting in, like, interviews to me. I wouldn't though, interview he's him. He's, like, he's shut off, dude. I wouldn't interview him. I just want to talk to I him. I did, yeah, if I interviewed him, I ain't, you said you ain't going to interview, but if, like, I talked to him, I'd, what shows you watch there, dude? Yeah. What, you, you watch college football? You, yeah. You, you watch wrestling? <laughs> you just, like, what does he really do? Kanye's watching NFL Sunday. I don't know. I don't know if. Kanye's a sport fan or not. Kanye's seen a Hollywood premiere of a big movie. Like, I've never seen that. I always see his Kanye music, Sunday service, and shoes. You see his new shoes? I don't like them. They're like bad shoes. Oh, those are his last shoes. He's, he's pranking the internet, dude. With like, hey, these lame shoes, I'm going make to cool like, make them expensive and get a bunch of money. So you're talking about the dad shoes. That's his second shoe, I think. Or he had a Nike for like one shoe. I ain't never seen it. But it's the Yeezys. I like the Yeezys. I ain't buy them. They're like $500, $800. Then the second shoe was the dad shoe off the Billy Eilish video. You know what I'm talking? I do. But the new ones, it's like a Croc shoe. You know the Crocs. Yeah. But it's like a shoe. Yeah. That's his newest one. It's ugly as hell. I probably but it's probably gonna make it cool. Bucks. It's gonna be celebrities wear it. 
That's the thing, man. That's the that's the thing. I'm just like hate if you will, but dude, you're still gonna you're still gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. It's just out there. It's out there. Put it out there all the time. See it, see it, see it. Yeah, it's in a video. Oh, it's in another video. Oh, I'm starting to understand. Is that what they call the Mandela effect? Doo-doo-doo-deep. The Mandela effect. It's coined after Nelson Mandela. You may remember him from the apartheid period during the 80s in South Africa. A lot of people believe that he died in the 80s in prison. Well, he didn't. In 93, he won a Nobel Peace Prize, and he didn't die until December 5, 2013. But many people remember him dying in the 80s. That is the Mandela effect. It's this false memory. Now think about this. The Monopoly Man. Does he have a monocle or not? He doesn't. Pikachu. Is the tip of his tail black or not? It's not. Fruit Loops. How is it spelled? Is it F-R-U-I-T or is it F-R-O-O-T? It's the second uh, to go to movies. Remember, uh, a lot of people remember Sinbad being a genie? He wasn't. Remember, it was Shaq and Kazam. But a lot of people remember Sinbad. Interview with a Vampire. That's not the title. It's Interview with the Vampire. That was that movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Remember that one? Also, in music... We are the champions. A lot of people don't remember the way the ending goes. It is not we are the champions of the world. That's not how it ends. But that's the way we believe it to end. And as you're thinking about it, you probably think that I'm wrong. But go look for yourself. It does not end that way. Curious George does not have a tail. And so those are just a few of the Mandela effects. It's used all the time. It's used in marketing. Uh, as Kyle was talking about, um, I believe that it is fluttered in your mind to remember certain things for you to uh, relate uh, what your life and what you should have to that. That's the way that's used there with maybe music videos with the latest trends of fashion or possibly a music or commercial. So it was a movie where a guy would put on glasses and he could see through the billboards. Um, let me know what that is. I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you remember that movie, uh, let us know on our social media. Drop it on the uh, YouTube comments where he would put on the glasses and he could see through the billboard and he could see, like, the actual message. Don't think. You know what I'm talking about. It was a crazy movie. So that is the Mandela effect. But even this happens. I remember... Just hanging out with friends, and we'll go back and think about memories from times gone by, maybe 10 years ago. And they'll recall something, a party maybe, or uh, a trip. And I know I wasn't there, but they drew me in. Whether the experience was good or bad, they remembered my being there even though I wasn't there. And so in their memory, I'm there. But I wasn't. Has that ever happened to you? These these are ideas of the Mandela effect and how false memory. It could be like this. If I were to ask you, just think about a lawyer in questioning. Um, if you stole a wallet. Now, what shade of blue was the wallet? 
Well, right there, he's trying to already get you to admit to having some known knowledge about the wallet. Well, if you can elaborate on the shade of blue, well, you're already pinning yourself in, in even if it wasn't blue. And if you say it wasn't blue, what have you done? Same as down with politics. And so we have to be careful of the way that people approach us with questions because we may trap ourselves without even thinking about it. All right, back to the show. James Hatfield's in rehab. That sucks. Metallica. Yeah, he don't seem like the person that should be in rehab. He seems like he's old enough to be over that, but he just, like, re-entered Friday. For what? I don't know, dude. I just, it was like Google trending. James Hatfield rechecks into rehab. Like, what? I thought he was straight. That's incredibly hard to believe with, like, the road that they've had. Like you said, it's like... They canceled tour and stuff, man. The the light is always... Is already outside the tunnel. Like, he's Mm -hmm. already done it. Like, he's already arena rock. Yeah. Like, what are you... What? What is it, you know? I mean, literally, it's still a person. You just don't seem like somebody, like, 50-something or whatever... And goes back into rehab. Sure. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it can happen. I mean, obviously, it did happen. So I'm not going to throw any shade. I don't know what's going no, on. No, I ain't going to throw no shade. Like, please hurry and get out of rehab and make a new album. I don't know, man. I'm stuck on 80s Metallica. I haven't, I haven't really I'm stuck been on that, on... but I'm like. To... You don't understand, though. Like, it may be 10 years from now you don't have no more Metallica and you can always have that that you didn't that may be better from when you listen to it now you ever been that way with an album have you ever been that way with that like a CD you bought I have been that way and then like like one song then you like buried it after like a month then Mm -hmm. like broke it out of a CD case and put it in your truck Uh and like uh huh there Uh are 12 bangers on here. Yeah. And I did not understand. Yeah. Let me tell you the first one. Let me tell you the first one. First time it happened. It was Black Keys with Brothers. Oh, for real? Yeah, Which man. one's that one? What's the singles we got going? That is uh, Howlin' okay, For You. This that's up. Tighten Up. That's My Next Girl. That's Everlasting Oh, Light. that album is ballin'. That, I bought that at Target, and I was like, bangers! But it, but Everywhere. It, but at first, at first, man, it, first. It, it, it was only the first five tracks. That's Lonely Boy. No, it ain't. No, that ain't Lonely Boy. It. Lonely no, Boy is next. Oh, the bangers. I'm talking about is El Camino. Which one are you talking about? Brothers. Yeah, Brothers. I'm clicking it's the on the black it. album that says this is... It. Don't play. This is the Black Keys. This album is called Brothers. It's all black, white, and red. I should look this up on iTunes, not YouTubes. The El Camino was fire. The El Camino was fire. But like when you go what back was... on like discography of Black Keys, like, uh, I don't know, uh, Rubber Factory? Uh, or uh, what is it? Magic Potion. Magic Potion is my introduction album. Them boys has been good for years, man. Yo, touch. Let me give you another one. How about Rise Against? Are you familiar? Yeah, I'm familiar. I never got into them like I got in Black Keys. Uh, there were several banger albums by Rise Against. Um, and it wasn't even like uh, 
it, it took me going back. It was uh, Siren Songs of the Counterculture. That was like their fourth album. That album was a damn banger. Also, like their follow up uh, up to now, and even like when I, I just like Rise Against. Like I've never said that on the podcast, but. Can I just tell you that I'm a huge Rise Against fan? Yeah, you can. I ain't gonna like hit you or anything. Like you can, you can. I put my own. You can hit me right there on the shoulder. But like, dude, I love Rise Against. I mean, like, like I don't know. I don't know how that is. Like we're I mean, 94. It's like an early in Justin now. Bieber fan. And it's like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how it never came up. But I love Rise Against. Rise Against is this shit. You get a Rise Against tattoo on your face. No, I'm not. I don't brand myself. Right. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not gonna do that. But uh, Rise Against is dope. Cool. Uh, that that would be another. Let me tell you another album. You that, didn't get Rise Against at first. And... It wasn't the fact that I didn't get them. It was the fact that I never sat down and listened to the album in its entirety. Yeah. And then, like when I sat through their albums, I was like, "Hmm, the whole thing is good." You might have had somebody riding with you on the no, way back. Nobody helped me with riding. I didn't have I anybody. Think I had that effect. I bought a Modest Mouse album, and I was like. Oh, that's another good example. Yeah, that's my example. That's a good one. What album would it be? Uh, what's that one album? What is their main album? The one with the... I pop my car into a cop car. That's Float On. That's Float On. Float On album. Yeah. Uh, what was that? That had, uh, The Good Times Are Killing Me. That had, uh... Uh... Oh man! Good news for bad people. That's that's, that's the album. No, that's the that that is the album, cause it had um, good news for people who love bad news or something. Yeah. Cause <laughs> get out of here. That, that was the album opener. Yeah, you're right. Modest Mouse is a good good example of that. Yeah, I think Donner was riding with me. Like, this sucks. Like, you know what? <coughs> it does. Break that boy out like three years later or whatever. I'm like banger. <coughs> yep. Movies. Movies, man. We got Joker coming. That's true. Joaquin. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Is, like, the the stint of another Joker movie coming out since The Dark Knight. With everybody already, like, pressing that this doesn't need to be in theaters for maybe the fact that there will be shootings. You can't live life like that. You can't live life in fear. What right. you gonna do is just sit at home. Everybody gonna sit at home, miss the movie. That's media controlling your mind, man. It's mind control. Sheeple. Yep. Gather round, sheeple. Shoot up the Joker, man. What? No, quit. It's lame. But that's the hype. Now, it's like, like the OK symbol, the hand gesture. Okay, I never used that. I'm a thumbs up guy. But OK means white power now. I do hang out, hang loose. You don't do that. It was like, hey, man, you good? You don't hang loose it. Do you? I'll hang loose I'll it. i do a thumbs up, buddy. I hang loose it. I mean, I hang loose it. Just I'm, like I'm a, hanging loose. My hang loose hand gesture is like, what's up? I just That's hang, how I use it. I'm just Joker loose. movie, man. You scared to go watch it? No, I'll go watch it. Uh, we popping a wheelie up in there. It'll be Sunday. On one of those old, tiny, big wheel, front wheel bikes. Tight. May need one. Both of us leaning back real hard. Whatever it takes. I looked this up on Amazon. They're like $5,000. Never mind. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I really want one. 
Not giving five for anything. Yeah. All right. Now, with the Joker, with Joaquin, with his past three roles, possibly more, there's a sense that he has overacted ever since then. He's a character actor. What do you mean overacted? It's not in much movies. That's the beef. I'm just bringing this up. What are your thoughts you on this? Uh, Joaquin's going to knock it out of the park. Is he gonna? Is he gonna overdo it? No. This is character development. This is going back to how the Joker was made. I can tell by the previews. Robert De Niro is a talk show. He's gonna be like a comedian that goes on that talk show as a director, uh, a regular person, and they're gonna boo him out the place, and he's gonna hate. Hey, hey, oh yeah, I'm becoming the Joker. And he slowly develops in the Joker. Mm. I don't know who the bad guy's going to be in this movie. Society, it, I guess. It, society, yeah. It's a, maybe the gangsters. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I, Batman... I think if Batman is even introduced, it'll be like... Uh, it'll be just a shadow. Batman is supposed to be like two or three years from now. The Batman, I think it's going to be called. With your boy, Robert Patterson. It's not my boy. I think he's going to be a good Batman. I don't have any beef what do you with think? him being Batman. Look, I did it first. I'll be honest with you. I did it first. Is it like the, Twilight is Boy? Twilight thing? But ever since, he's got stuff like, look up his IMDB. He's got like a lot of independent stuff. You know what I think is sad? That's like going to make him a real Think about actor. Radcliffe or Radcliffe or whatever. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, so uh, he was making his way out of Harry Potter. Yeah, and they just think Harry Potter. Harry and, Potter. And kinda, now, now he's going back to Harry Potter. Yeah. He's going back to... They're, they're going to do another Harry Potter, Oh, man. man. You can't do that, bro. They're bringing original... You can't do they're that. Bring, they're bringing original cast back, man. Emma Roberts up in here. Emma Roberts? Hermione? Yeah. I never watched those. It's not bad. Yeah. If you like fantasy. I, I'm just not a fantasy fan. My fantasies, child's play and stuff like that, and horrors. Okay. We got that coming up. That'll probably be a review. It will be a review. I hope it's not six hours long. That's why we're we not got, seeing it in theaters. <clears throat> we got three from hell. I went and saw that coming up. Saving that. I know. I'm just saying. You see Cobb on here in a future episode. It drops like October 14th or 15th on DVD and Blu-ray, digital, for everybody to watch. I done seen it. Me and Brother Webb. Brother Webb. Yeah. Me and him went and saw it in Birmingham. It's only it was filmed in like a thousand theaters for three nights. The third night they played Devil's Rejects, then Three from Hell. It was a great night. I'll give my opinions later. Tight. R.I.P. Sid Hay. Cap Spalding. My fist. Wait a way to end. Thank you. I ain't like it that sucks dude was he in died. His 80s, but like, man. It sucks he died, but like he ended with his most iconic character. He did. And it took I heard it was a battle to get him to come in and film that little part for the new movie. Let's save that for another date when we got Danny. When we got Webb. He's in there like an hour. Who knows? 
Maybe he's in there for five seconds. We'll see. We'll see. What's wrong, kid? You don't like clowns? Mm. Aren't we freaking funny? Mm. Mm -hmm. Anything else to do, Brother Cobb? Nope. Signing out. This has been another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. I'm Kyle. We'll see you later. Peace out. News and notes. I believe I answered Cobb's question poorly about that album that was just like bad at first and you come back to it later and it was good. The Black Keys Brothers album was always good. It was the fact that I would always just put it in to hear the hits. You know, I'd put it in here, tighten up and howling for you. It wasn't until later that I would listen to the entirety and starting at Everlasting Light and ending on these days and like appreciate the album in its entirety and then going back over of pretty much all Black Key albums and doing the same thing, which is just good. They're, they're good. If you haven't listened to Black Keys, go do that. Other albums that come to mind... Uh, Radiohead albums, uh, sometimes they took a couple of sits, Unwritten Law, that took some sits, Rise Against, that took some sits sometimes, especially in the earlier, I'm not that hardcore, and uh, earlier they were, and they still are, but like it kind of eased up a little bit to me, um, I believe Cobb was right with Modest Mouse, uh, Say Anything, In Defense of the Genre took so long for me to get into, and now I love it. I like say anything. Well, this has been an episode of college football, music, Mandela Effect, and artist discovery. You've been listening to Sean James off and on this entire time. And now we're going to close this show down with The Thief and the Moon. It's another episode of Porch Talk. I'm getting out of here. All right. Peace out. Said the thief to the moon I'll extinguish your light soon I'll put it into all the light that you shed on this world In its darkened state Said the moon to the thief You alone out of what you seek You're To guide the paths that men seek Oh, but all the wealth in the world will be mine Without a means of defense for all those blind My very existence is a race to attain wealth for
earth will rise up and devour all that you are. The skies call for thunderous storms from afar. And when you're dead, there will be no grave to remember your name. yourself to blame Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.